Technology Tap. I'm Professor J. Rod. In today's episode, we announced the winner of the Technology Tap Premium uh, voucher, and also we'll talk about RAM. Let's get into it. All right, welcome back, everyone. It's been a little bit of a while for me, but I'm back. We're going to be shooting out episodes one after the other in rapid discussion the next couple of days. So be on the lookout for that. Today, we're going to talk about RAM as per request. Somebody requested that I do RAM. And you know, I'm all about the customer. Uh, also, uh, today is the day that I announced the winner of Technology Tap Premium, and that winner is Thomas Lipskin. Now, just to be fair and honest and transparent, Thomas is a former student of mine. But to be fair, only former students of mine are registering for technology tap and he registered so if you want to win a free voucher you have to register at least three months for technology tap uh thomas i will get in contact with you and whatever voucher you want i will get it for you all right congratulations to thomas uh if you know thomas he's a good kid uh, if you know thomas uh you know Tell them congratulations on winning the, the voucher, you guys out there. All right, let's talk about RAM. Uh, again, like I said, this is by request. Somebody wanted me to go over RAM. So RAM is random access memory, and it's a crucial component of computers that provides temporary storage for data that the computer processors needs to access quickly. It plays a vital role in the overall performance and responsiveness of a computer systems. Uh, also, uh, the main function of RAM is to provide fast temporary storage for data that is actively being processed by the computer. When you open up a program, the relevant data is loaded into RAM from the storage device, allowing the processor to quickly access and manipulate the information. The more RAM the computer has, the more data it can store and access quickly, resulting in improved performance, especially when running multiple programs simultaneously or dealing with large files. RAM capacity is typically measured in gigabytes nowadays and can range from a few gigabytes on low-end computers to several hundred gigabytes or even terabytes in high-end servers or workstations. 
the type and speed of RAM can also vary with common types, including DDR4 and DDR5. And those are the ones that are now in the A-plus exams. Those are the ones that CompTIA wants you to know, uh, DDR4 uh, and 5. Uh, overall, uh, RAM plays a crucial role in speed and responsiveness of a computer uh, by providing fast and temporary storage and actively and actively use data. So here are, we'll first start with uh, what are the functions. Uh, function RAM serves as a workplace for the computer's processors, allowing it to store and access data quickly. When you open a program or file, the relevant data is loaded into RAM from the storage device, like a hard drive or solid state drive. The processor then retrieves and manipulates the data from the RAM, which is much faster than accessing directly from the storage device. Volatile memory. RAM is volatile memory, meaning that its contents are lost when the computer is powered off or restarted. This is why it is referred to as temporary storage. Any data that needs to be permanently saved is typically stored on your long-term storage devices, hard drives, SSDs. Speed and performance. The more RAM a computer has, the more data it can store and access quickly. This helps improve overall system performance, especially when running multiple programs simultaneously or working with large files. Insufficient RAM can lead to slow performance as the system needs to con constantly retrieve data from the slower storage drives uh, device or devices. RAM capacities, RAM capacities is measured in gigabytes and can range from a few gigabytes in low-end computers to several hundred gigabytes or even terabytes in high-end servers or workstations. The required amount of RAM depends on the specific use case and demands of the software or applications being run. Operating systems, multimedia editing software, and resource-intensive games typically require more RAM for optimal performance. RAM types, different generations and types of RAM exist, such as DDR4, the most common in recent years, and DDR5. These RAM types have different specifications and are compatible with specific motherboards design. It is important to ensure compatibility between the RAM modules and the computer's motherboard when upgrading or purchasing RAM. So what do we always check when we want to buy RAM? We want to buy, we want to make sure that we're looking at the motherboard uh, documentation, right? Whatever the motherboard says is what we're doing. Uh, dual channel and beyond, many modern computer systems support dual channel or even quad channels communications, which involve installing RAM modules in pairs or sets of four. This allows for increased memory bandwidth and can improve systems in certain uh, disks. So what that means is uh, if you if you look at a computer, right, and you see that it has two black pairs and two red pairs, right, you want to put one, two sets in the red or two sets in the black. You don't want to put one in red, one in black, right? It's not going to work unless you have four. If you have four, then it doesn't matter. But if you have 
they go in pairs, right? So if you have four slots, two red, two black, if you have 32 gigs and they're all eight, it doesn't matter. But if you have two 16s and two eights, if you put one in the 16 in the red, the other 16 has to go in the other red. Can't go in the black. All right. Uh, upgradability in most desktop computers. RAM is relatively easy to upgrade. It often involves adding or replacing RAM modules and available slots on the motherboard. However, in some laptops and compact systems, RAM may be soldered onto the motherboard, limiting upgrade options. Yeah, you got to be careful when you buy a laptop, right? Try to buy a laptop with the amount of memory that you need because you're not, for the most part, you're not going to be able to upgrade very much on a laptop. It's like WYSIWYG, right? What you see is what you get. So uh, you got to be careful. Therefore, it's important to consider the desired RAM capacity during the initial purchase of a computer or ensure that the chosen system has upgradable RAM slots. In summary, RAM is a vital component in the computer systems that provide fast and temporary storage for data needed by the processor. It directly impacts system performance and multitasking capabilities, making it an important consideration when configuring or upgrading a computer. Now let's talk about a little bit about, we're gonna talk about DDR4 and DDR5 and uh, ECC, right? We'll talk about those three. Uh, DDR4 is a type of RAM that is commonly used in modern computers and devices. It is the successor of DDR3 and offers several improvements in terms of speed, capacity, and power efficiency. Here are some key elements of DDR4. Increased speed. DDR4 memory module have higher data transfer rates than compared to DDR3, allowing faster access and retrieval of data. This increased speed helps improve overall system performance, especially during memory intensive tasks such as gaming, video editing, and multitasking. Higher capacity, DDR4 technology supports higher memory, enabling large RAM capacities per, mo per module. This means that computers can have access to more memory, which is beneficial for running memory-hungry applications or operating systems that require a significant amount of RAM. Improved energy efficiency. DDR4 operates at a lower voltage compared to DDR3, resulting in reduced power consumptions. The lower voltage not only helps in conserving energy, but also produces less heat and can contribute to better system st stability and reliability. Increased bandwidth. DDR4 introduces a higher bus frequency and improve data pre-fetching capabilities leading to increased bandwidth. This allows for faster data transmission between the RAM and the processor, facilitating smoother multitasking and faster data transfer rates. Forward and backward compatibility, while DDR uses different physical slots and requires a comp compatible motherboard, it is designed to be backward compatible with previous generations. This means that DDR4 memory modules 
can be used in DDR3 slots, although they would operate at the DDR3 speed. And almost anything in, in PC always works at the lower speed. Uh, it is worth noting that the benefits of DDR4 are most notable in demanding applications and scenarios where memory, bandwidth, and capacities are critical for everyday tasks like web browsing, web processing, or casual gaming. The differences between DDR3 and DDR4 may not be as pronounced. All right, next we have DDR5. Right, DDR5 is the latest generation of DDR memory for computers and other devices. It builds upon the uh, advancements of DDR4 and offers several improvements in terms of speed, capacity, power efficiency, and reliability. The following are key features and benefits of DDR5. Increased speed and bandwidth. DDR5 memory modules provide significantly higher data transfer rates and increased memory bus width compared to DDR4. This results to faster access to data and improve overall system performance. DDR5 can offer, can offer double the bandwidth of DDR4, enabling faster data transmission between the RAM and the processor. Higher capacity, DDR5 supports higher memory densities, allowing for larger RAM capacities per module. This means that the system can have access to even more memory, which is beneficial for memory intensive tasks like virtualization, AI, complex simulations, and high resolution content creation. Improved power efficiency, DDR5 memory operates at lower voltage compared to DDR4, reduced, re resulting in reduced power consumptions. This can contribute to energy savings and improve battery life in devices like laptops, and mobile devices. Enhanced error correction. DDR5 introduces improved error correction capabilities, including the introduction of on-die ECC error correction code. This helps to detect and correct errors in data transmission more effectively, improving system stability and reliability. Increased channel density. DDR5 supports a higher number of memory channels compared to DDR4, allowing for more efficient data transfer and improved performance, particularly in multiprocessor configurations. And then forward compatibility. Uh, DDR5 modules are not backward compatible with DDR4 slots. However, some motherboard may support both DDR4 and 5 memory allowing for gradual transition to the new technology. It is, is it important to note that DDR5 is relatively new technology and its widespread adoption may take some time. The benefits of DDR5 are most noticeable in systems that require high memory bandwidth, large capacities, and maximum performance. When considering DDR5 for your system, Ensure compatibility with your motherboard and other components and consider the specific speed, capacity, and timing requirements based on your needs. It is all worth mentioning that DDR5 is expected to have higher costs initially compared to DDR4 due to its newer technology and manufacturing processes. Over time, as DDR5 become more prevalent, prices are expected to be more affordable. 
And that is true. I bought e, uh, DDR5 for my PC and it was expensive. So it wasn't cheap. All right, next. Uh, ECC is a type of a computer memory that includes additional error detections and corrections capabilities beyond what is offered by standard non-ECC RAM. ECC RAM is commonly used in servers, workstations, and other mission-critical systems where data integrity and system stability are of most importance. Here are some key features and benefits of ECC. Error detection and correction. Uh, ECC RAM uses additional circuitry to detect and correct single-bit errors that may occur during data storage or transmission. It accomplishes this by adding extra bits to each data word, allowing for the detection and automated corrections of certain types of memory errors. This helps to ensure data integrity and prevent potential system crashing, data corruption, or other errors caused by memory issues. Improved system stability. By detecting and correcting ECC error, uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> by detecting and correcting errors, ECC RAM helps maintain the stability and the reliability of the system. It reduces the likelihood of silent data corruption, which can be particularly critical in applications that involve financial transactions, scientific calculations, or sensitive data processing. That's for all you uh, data analysts, right? You gotta be careful. Enhanced data integrity, ECC RAM provides an additional layer protection against memory-related errors, including soft errors caused by cosmic rays, electronic magnetic interference, or other environmental factors. This can be especially beneficial in environments where the system is exposed to higher levels of radiation or other sources of potential memory disturbances. Performance impact. ECC RAM typically has a slight performance impact compared to non-ECC RAM due to additional error detection and correction processes. The additional overhead of checking and correcting errors can lead to slightly higher memory access latencies and lower memory bandwidth. However, the impact is usually minimal and may not be noticeable in most applications. Server and enterprise grade applications. ECC RAM is commonly used in servers, workstations, and enterprise grade systems that handle critical data and require high levels of reliability. In short, you don't really need it on your computer, right? If you know, just a regular computer at home, you don't really need ECC, right? You need it on those servers or workstations that cannot be down or is collecting a lot of data. So it is often recommended in scenarios when system downtime or data corruptions can have severe consequences to install ECC, such as financial institutions, scientific research, and data center. It is, it is important to note that ECC requires support from both the motherboard and the processor. Not all customer grades, motherboards, or CPUs are compatible with ECC RAM. 
So this is essential to verify compatibility before purchasing ECC memory modules. So they might not even work for your regular PC at home, right? For most typical customer applications and home users, non-ECC RAM is sufficient and offer a more cost-effective option because ECC RAM is more expensive than non-ECC RAM. However, if you're working with critical data or running server-grade applications, ECC RAM can provide an extra layer of reliability and data integration or integrity. Sorry. All right. So we're going to go over one more part of RAM that's part of uh, the CompTIA and it's troubleshooting, right? So what are the possible troubleshooting that we might need to perform on a RAM? Uh, check physical connections. Ensure that the RAM modules are securely seated in their slots. If you recently installed the upgraded RAM, double check that it's compatible with your system and properly insert it. Check the motherboard manual or the motherboard website. Reseat the RAM. Sometimes the RAM module become loose over time. Turn off your computer, unplug the power cord, and carefully remove and reinsert the RAM modules. Make sure they are firmly seated in their slots. I see that a lot in first-time people who are in computers. They never seat the RAM correctly. So I love going around in my hardware class just pulling on the memory to see if it comes off. And then I tell them, you see, you didn't see it right. Test individual modules. If you have multiple RAM installed, try removing one at a time and booting your PC. Faulty RAM modules can cause issues, so testing each one individually can help identify the problematic module. A couple of years back, I bought, a, I bought more memory for my PC during the pandemic. <clears throat> and it would not turn on. As soon as I turn it on, I get a black black screen. I called Dell and they told me that the newer ones I don't it hasn't happened since on the newer one that I have, but on that particular model of computer that I had, I had to wait like a minute before the BIOS read the new memory and then it turned on. It was really weird. Run a memory diagnostic tool is next. Most operating systems have built-in memory diagnostic tools that can help identify RAM problems. For example, Windows has Windows memory diagnostic tools which you can access by typing Windows memory diagnostics in the start menu search bar. Allow the tool to, to run a complete scan to check for any memory areas. Okay, but I recommend that you do this off a USB. Because the memory that you're currently using, it's not going to test. And if that memory is corrupt, how are you going to know? Right? So run it, do that off a USB. Check for BIOS update. Visit your computer manufacturer website and check for any available BIOS updates for your systems. Sometimes BIOS updates include fixes for RAM compatibility issues and can resolve certain problems. Swap RAM slots. If you have multiple RAMs on your motherboard, try moving the RAM modules to different slots. This can help identify if a slot, a specific slot, is giving you an issue. Check for overheating. Overheating can sometimes cause RAM-related issues. Ensure that your computer's cooling system is functioning properly. And check if the RAM modules are getting, see if they're getting too hot. 
If necessary, clean any dust from the cooling fans and ensure proper airflow within the computer case. Uh, test with known good RAM. If possible, borrow or purchase a known good RAM module that is compatible with your system and then test it on your computer. This can help determine if the issues lie with your current modules. If you've gone through all the troubleshooting steps and are still experiencing RAM related problems, it might be necessary to consult a computer technician or replace the faulty RAM module. Good. That was good. That was really nice. Love RAM. So now you know all you need to know about RAM in the CompTIA A plus exam. Uh, again, congratulations to Thomas uh, Lipsky, who won uh, the, technolo uh, the Technology Tab Premium uh, free voucher. I will do another one in September. So you still have time. Sign up at, at, uh, at the website. It's on the show notes. And there's a link on the show notes where you can sign up for Technology Tab Premium. Again, let me know if you're still looking to do a, a Zoom session this summer before the summer's out. Uh, hopefully in August, we could do a whole bunch of them. I'm not that busy in August. I will be busy in July. But we can do a lot of, uh, you know, one-to-one -one if you need. You know, if you're having trouble passing A+, let me know. Let me see if we can, we can help you, this, the whole community. We can help each other. I know people get discouraged when they fail, but, you know, you got to keep trying. I know someone who just who passed, and this particular person failed, I think, twice, and then he passed. So, you know, you just keep trying. And I know somebody who, who, who just failed, and I feel really bad that this person failed. So, you know, let's let's keep moving. We keep marching on. And we keep trying. All right, that's going to be all for today. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to Technology Capital. This has been production of Chaka Productions. Art by by Sarah. By if you want to reach me, you can reach me via Instagram, Professor J Rod, or email me, Professor J Rod at gmail.com.